All right, I got um, a couple more spooky stories for you since we're in the throes of spooky season. Of course, it um, is the middle of spooky season. It is. We all know it. You can feel it in your bones. Um, Hold on. Before you tell your scary thing- stories, I'm going to lighten the mood, and then you can take it terrible. Uh, I found somebody on TikTok who pretends to be a 1600s pilgrim, and she goes on there saying, I don't know why people are accusing me of witchcraft. I never have done witchcraft. I don't even know. And she just pretends to be a 1600s pilgrim woman. Um, and it's very funny. It's a very good bit. That's funny. Um, it's just one of those very niche things that like, if I told Katie is the perfect place for me to bounce humor against because she thinks nothing is funny. She has a terrible sense of humor. Um, she just, (laughs) nothing is funny to her. So, if I tell her something like I found this, she'd be like, that's so weird. And this one, yes. Yeah. If I tell you about it, it's weird. But it is some of the best content I've seen. So speaking of spooky season, and uh, that led me to your Salem that you want to go to for Halloween, and that led me to the Pilgrim thing. So. <laughs> All that's right. great. Now tell your spooky stories. All right. Spooky stories. A couple weeks ago, um, we or I get a text from Kayla while I'm at work that says, hey, the TV's not working. It was working when I left to pick Grayson up from daycare, but it's not working now. Like, we had it running. I pick Grayson up from daycare, and it's not working. She's like, you know, I'm turning it off. I'm turning it on, and it's just not turning on. I'm like, okay. I said, well, have you, like, unplugged it and plugged it back in? She's like, oh, I'll try that. So we're on the way, or I, I pack up, and I head home from work, and I call her. She's like, yeah, I've unplugged it from the outlet. There's nothing going on. I was like, huh, weird. Okay. So I get home, and I start looking at this TV. And again, the TV was working before Kayla went to pick up Grayson for daycare. I go and I look around the TV, and the plug has come unplugged from the TV. Like, not from the outlet. The plug was unplugged from the TV. That is a hard plug to pull out. Like, those things, like, snap into place when you put them in. Yeah. So, I was, like, weird, and I popped it back in, and I turned it on, and it turned back on. And I said, and I asked Kayla. I didn't tell her what happened. I asked her. I said, hey, you unplugged it from the wall, right, and plugged it back in? And she said, yeah. I did that a couple different times, and nothing worked. And I was like, huh. I said, because the plug was just unplugged from the TV. And... She was like, don't tell me that. Just stop. Just stop. And I was like, well, it's working now. Don't worry about it. Um, so that was the first thing that happened that was kind of weird. Um, second thing, last weekend, uh, we came home from Jordan and Josh's house. And as we were leaving, I had a six-pack of beer that had some beer missing. So I grabbed the six-pack out of the fridge and... Uh, put it in my car we go home and i set the six pack on the table in our dining room where it sits all night okay it has three beers in it and a juice box from cora because she wanted a juice box sure so i put it on the table we all you know end our evening go to bed the next morning in the six pack is a bottle of lotion that Kayla has been looking for for two months. That literally every week she's like, man, I wish I could find this lotion. I have no idea where it's at. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I have no idea where it's at. 
and it, it is in the six pack the next morning, sitting in there. And now, are you sure like, Cora oh. is not just playing pranks on you? Because this feels like a Cora prank. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, and I said, "Oh, you found your lotion." And she said, "Didn't you find it? Did you find it like at the Sanborns? I figured you found it there and put it." In the six pack, I was like, "Nope." I just grabbed that six pack out of the fridge and put it in the car, and then set it on this table. So, uh, the, it's a helpful ghost in one aspect, and then a nuisance in the other. I neither of those things strike fear in me, which is a good thing. That's on good. The, on the flip side, tell it to leave you alone. <laughs> Let me live my life. I, if wh- only it were that easy. Leave me alone. Stop unplugging my TV. Stop taking my lotion, whatever a ghost needs lotion for. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. Leave me alone. Get out of my life. Tell that tell that thing to to buzz off. <laughs> I'll try my best. Terrible. Terrible. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joe, I am, I am, um, um, Joe, I am what you call a ball of anxiety. A ball of it. I can a whole feel ball it of it. Of I have been a ball of anxiety for, today's Friday, um, since Sunday at 4 o'clock. Yeah. Actually, a little bit later, because um, the other game ended later. So, like, Sunday at, like, 7 o'clock, I'll say, started. Uh, and it hasn't stopped. It hasn't stopped. It's permeated my dreams. Uh. It's, 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 it's been consumed my whole waking day. Um, Joe, the Lions play Go their ahead. first playoff, first home playoff game in 30 years. In 30 years. I was... 30 years. I was... Five months old, the last time the Lions played a playoff game, a home playoff game. Five months. It was That's January crazy. of 94. Wow. So, it obviously is going to be an insane. So, to, to back up even a little bit, the Lions are very good this year. We've talked all season about how good they are. It's been it's been yeah. a good season. We've enjoyed it. I mean, it's been fun. It's been great. Um, some ups and downs in the middle of the season, but so overall pretty good. And they make the playoffs. You feel good about it. You're the three seed, so you play the six seed, and you're like the six seed can't be that good, right? They're six seed. Can't be that good, but but turns out that six seed is your ex. Right. It's insane. What a wild story for the Sunday game. So it's getting harder and harder not to think that the NFL is scripted. And I say that because <laughs> last year on, on a very famous sports pod, podcast, pardon my take, uh, some uh, one of the ex-NFL players that work for Barstool made a joke and was like, oh, the NFL is all scripted. You know, they tell you who's going to win and lose each week and how it's going to happen. And you just have to go out and practice how to do it. Blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, like clearly making a joke. It's a joke podcast. Like that's the whole point. Right. News outlets took it and ran with it because news outlets are dumb and that's don't understand yeah. nuance. So 
it became a big joke. So much of a joke that this season to kick the season off, they when they were advertising like the new NFL season, they had Keegan Michael Key as the director of the 2024 NFL season, sitting at a table read with all of like the popular NFL players, oh, like Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Dak Prescott, like doing table reads, talking about like what's the craziest thing that can happen. And like one of the wide receivers, is like I'm gonna make a catch without my hands, and like that was like <laughs> the ad, and that's the joke took off so much that like oh the NFL scripted blah, blah blah. But let's look at the playoff matchups that at the end of the 2024 yeah. season. First off. Lions win their division. Keegan-Michael Key, huge Lions fan. Like, one of the biggest Lions fans. From Detroit. From Detroit, huge Lions fan. If he's directing this season, he did a good job. Did he a did. good job. Yeah. Let's, let's look at all. So, the Cowboys head coach was a longtime head coach of the Green Bay Packers, Super Bowl winner with the Green Bay Packers as the head coach, okay? He gets fired. Goes and coaches Cowboys afterwards. Green Bay is coming to Dallas Cowboys for the first round of the playoffs. Poof. You got Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff. I'm not even going to get into it. You just got to, I mean, the articles that I've read this week are enormous and numerous. I mean. I think it's a game to watch, right? Like, it's got to be the game to watch. I so all of these have very varying levels of interest. I think the Lions game on top of it being this crazy, like, your ex versus my ex versus the coach that dumped you versus the quarterback that wanted out to win a Super Bowl to the, you know, all this stuff, right? All of the, those storylines on top of it, these teams are almost even in what they can do. Like, yeah. Rams top five offense lions, top five offense Rams, bottom 15 defense lions, bottom 15 defense. Like it's, they're just very evenly matched at what they can do and what, like how, so it's not just necessarily the storylines, which are huge, but it's also, there isn't a clear favorite in this game. There isn't like a right. one is significantly better than the other. It's just, who's going to play well on Sunday, which then feeds yeah. back into the narratives of is Jared Goff going to be distracted? Is Matthew Stafford going to be distracted? Is it, you know, so it's this whole, so that's the Lions. And then on top of that, for the Chiefs game, you got Tyreek Hill, who left, that got traded out of Kansas City, coming back to Kansas City for the first time. So, like, you look at all of these, like, matchups and, and homecomings and things like that, it's hard to tell you that this wasn't scripted because it is... It's crazy. The storylines are nuts this year. It's nuts. It is. And I told you that, I, you know... I've been keeping an eye on the Lions all season, which is really like the first time I've done it. Yeah. And I hate that it's taken me 31 years to get into football. Um, but I've been watching Hard Knocks as well. And you have the Dolphins on there. And having the Dolphins versus the Chiefs, I mean, I'm sure there's pers- you know, there's personalities in every yeah. every team, right? But the Dolphins, you have Tua, you have Tyreek Hill, and then you have Mike McDaniel, the coach, who... Is just a hoot. You love Mike McDaniel? Mc, McDaniel? I love Mike McDaniel. I, Katie. He's great. Obviously, he got popular on TikTok from like his catchphrases and things like yeah. that. Katie started calling him the nerd coach. She's like, you oh, know, the absolutely. nerd coach, the nerd coach. Like Mike McDaniel, the coach of the Dolphins. Yeah, the nerd coach. Now she knows him completely and totally. But when she first saw, she's like, did you see that nerd coach on TikTok? I'm like, I 
saw the nerd coach on actual you know sports websites not not necessarily tiktok right. for sure yeah so you got him in kansas city with mahomes and travis kelsey right who are huge personalities in like everything especially since travis kelsey got famous by dating taylor swift uh you gotta imagine she's gonna be at that game oh yeah uh it's gonna be one heck of a game what a weekend what a weekend i and the last hurdle i think the thing that puts this on the most spotlight not only the lions had a great year if it ends on sunday i will be sad it will be tough but you look back and you're like it was a great year there's some yeah. obstacles ahead not gonna start thinking that we're gonna lose our offensive coordinator might lose our defensive coordinator too a lot of obstacles ahead but before then you look at like what has happened there's one more dragon to slay and the fact that we haven't won a playoff game not just a home playoff we haven't won a playoff game since the last home playoff game in 94 Mm, so that was the last time we won it so we slayed the dragon now we finally hosted a home playoff game for the first time in in 30 years we still haven't won a playoff game in 30 years. And so like you would think home field advantage first round, get into it, but it's not that way. It's so uh, it's going to be, I don't know. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll be back next week with a, uh, a recap, (laughs) either good or bad. I might, I might just, uh, run around yelling all week next week if we win. Honestly, I might stop watching football altogether. I might just be done. No, football might not exist for me anymore if the Lions win on Sunday because I was like, all the demons are slayed. All the drag- I can retire now. Right. Straight up Thanos go to my farm and sit down because the work has been done. Right. It's, uh, it's crazy. And who, uh, who do the Eagles play? Is it the Buccaneers? The Buccaneers. So it's a crazy, for our conference, it's a crazy setup where the number one team's a very, very good team, like very favored to win. The number two team, Dallas, also a very good team. Number three team, the Lions, good team. Four, the Bucks, are barely above 500. Very mediocre, middle-of-the-road team. Decent defense, decent offense. Just played in a really bad division, right? So that's four, the fourth seed. The five seed are the Eagles. And so, I'm sorry, Jake, I know you're listening. The Eagles suck right now. <laughs> they are so bad, Joe. Like, they have Matt Patricia, the old Lions coach, as their defensive coordinator. They can't do it. Their quarterback dislocated his throwing hand finger on this last Sunday, like four days ago, five days ago. Like, yeah. there's nothing going right, and the vibes are awful about the team, all this stuff. They're the five seed. So the two, arguably, the two worst teams in the playoffs are four and five who are going to play each other. And then you have the Rams wow. and the Packers who are both top five offenses and middle, middle of the road defenses. So like <laughs> the good teams are one, two, three, six, seven, and then four and five are, are you're just there. They're just there and they're the, they're going to play each other. So nobody gets an easy, nobody gets an easy game. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise. Except for the two one. bad teams that play against each other. So it's not going to be easy because they're bad playing other bad teams. You know? Right. Oh, yikes. Well, we'll see what happens on Sunday. I'm sure it'll be chaos from your end, chaos on my side. 
Uh, and then we'll come back and we'll reconvene and either be crying or not. We'll yeah, find out. Hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not. Hopefully not. Um, so, uh, Grayson turns two on Sunday or on Monday. And that's bananas because he's now that a grown ass human. Wild. Yeah, and he's at this stage now where literally, like, all the synapses in his brain are firing, and he's starting to, you know, string words together to, like, make sentences mm-hmm. or, you know, short sentences and things like that. So it's really fun to watch him um, start to say more and more things as he's been, like, the last month, it just seems like things are, like, kicking in for him, and he's starting to realize the words and what means what. So it's so funny. But his thing right now is saying, hi. So he'll say, like, you'll be sitting with him, and he'll just say, hi, Daddy. He'll say, hi, Grayson. And then, like, a minute later, hi, Daddy. Hey, Grayson. Hi, Daddy. Hey, Grayson. Hey, Willow. <laughs> and then, like, and then he'll start going in around. But then he's just in this where he's, like, saying, hi, hi, mm-hmm. hi, hi, Mommy. Hi, Daddy. Hi, Cora. Um, but then he'll also, he's also, he's so polite. He's such a kind kid. So uh, nice. he, sa- he says thank you. So, like, if you give him, like, Yesterday, I brought home nuggets and french fries on my mm-hmm. way home from work. And he says, thank you, dad-dad nuggets. Or, thank you, dad-dad french fries. And I'll say, you're welcome, buddy. You know, whatever it might be. But with that, too, he's also got some big feelings. And last night when he was going to bed, <clears throat> he's no longer a kid that will fall asleep by himself. He's now a Ooh. kid that needs somebody there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is really tough. Um, ben made that switch at the same age when we got him out of the crib and into his bed. I know you guys do beds a little bit earlier than we do, yeah. but when we, he was about two because we did it a few months before Will was born. So uh, when we got him out of his bed, out of his crib into his bed, he transitioned into, I need somebody to fall asleep in here with me. Uh, yeah. So it's tough. So last night um, we split up. Kayla was with Cora. I was with Gray and Gray. Um, was just having a hard time, like, crying and not wanting me. Kayla started off in the room. Cora wanted Kayla with her, so I, you know, made the switch. But then Grayson just starts yelling, Mommy, cuddle! Mommy, cuddle! And it's just so sad, because he's just like, he knows what he wants. He just wants Mommy to cuddle him to sleep. Mm -hmm. And it was so tough. And finally, you know, I got him calmed down. I laid with him. He was quiet. And then, like, after... 20 minutes of laying there he still was awake he just started crying and kayla came in and kicked me out but it's just funny that now he's he's finally getting into that point where he's like yeah i know what i want i'm gonna say what i want i know what a sentence is um you know so he's at a really fun spot but uh yeah he turns two years old that's just crazy we have we have four kids at every age at this point right four three two and one four three two one Good God. First off, Nuts. thinking back to where we were when we started this podcast, where we are now is, is mind-blowing. Um, it's crazy. You didn't even have a kid. I didn't have a kid. And the personal, like, <clears throat> the personal side of this, too, is how different my mindset to life is. I think we're going to get into parenting a little bit here in a minute, but to, to preface it, from where I was before I had a kid, it was really all about work. If I'm being honest, I, I, I think you and I have talked, uh, you know, personally about, uh, work, but 
my main focus has always been uh, advancement and going forward and being, you know, the finding the next big thing. I think that leads into how many jobs I've had and why I've jumped. And to think back to that mindset to where I am coming up on like a normal end of year review. And I'm like, yeah, all right, I can just do this and focus my life and time on everything else because of how like the kids take up so much brain space and emotional, you know, capacity and how much like I, I I think about them and their life so much more than I think about my own life and, and how much better that feels. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like just the change in person I, I was to now who I am is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've come a long way. I mean, we've been doing this for four and a half years Four and a half years. That is in. We've been making this podcast. It does not feel that way at all. But three and a half years. It's it's that's because three and a half years. It doesn't feel like four and a half years because it's been three and a half years. But yes, it's been three and a half years. Uh, when did we start this? Twenty twenty. Yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, <laughs> three and a half years. We've it's been Ben's age. We started two two weeks before Ben was born. So correct. Yeah. 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 And I was basing it off of Cora's age, which is why, yeah, uh, three and a half years we've been doing this thing, and that's nuts. Um, wild. And we've done so many things with it, and we're going to keep doing things with it. We're going to keep, we're at that point now where there's, yeah, there's weeks where our kids aren't doing anything new, but then we're also at that point now where their ages are, they're changing so much, and they have so much in their lives going on, school and daycares mm-hmm. and learning and all that, that there's just going to constantly be stuff for us to talk about, which, what a wild, wild ride we've had. Um, so with that, I want to talk about our second kids, yeah. Grayson and Will. Um, now, I'm going to say Grayson is... Uh, the softer, kinder of my two kids. Uh, how, how how's that with Will? The Where, same. Where's he at? Uh, Is he? So uh, a little bit. You and I had talked before about this and touched <clears throat> on it, but like Ben got to decide his own personality. Obviously, he had. Yeah. Uh, Cora's the oldest of all the cousins, right? She's the oldest, oldest. Yeah, out of like our immediate like. Mm-hmm. groups um and then out of like the kids that are in her age group yeah so ben is not because katie's kids are or katie's sister's kids are older um but for the most part because he was born in 2020 and covid and isolation all that stuff he got to develop his own thing and got to be his own person you know like he kind of is uh he got nobody ever told him to like things right like he just decided he loves trucks and he just decided he likes dinosaurs you know yeah. like he just yeah. picked those things and we ran with it because uh and uh, even going back we only ever had like wooden toys katie was uh right. still is a little bit focused on that but like was very focused on just wooden toys so when he found like yeah. cars and trucks and things and liked that we knew that he actually did because he created that and you know, nobody ever pushed him in that direction. Right. Switching to Will, Will just does whatever his brother does. Just loves walking around and being with Ben. Really? And doing what Ben does. And so like uh 
obviously he has his own tendencies and his own like things that he likes to do, but mm-hmm. it all stems from what Ben is doing. Right. So like gotcha. the other day or yeah, it was last night. Will was doing something with Katie in the bathroom. Uh, and I was like, Hey Ben, let's build a train track. So we were building a train track. Will walks out, yeah. walks to the living room sits right in the middle of the train track and starts ripping up train track tiles because that's what we're doing. You know, like that's that. And that's who he is as a kid is like, he just wants to be around and doing what other people are doing. Um, and so it's a little bit, it's good and bad, right? The same thing. He's also, I, I, we talked about this there. Uh, Grayson is too, but they're attachment babies, right? Like, yeah, just Velcro babies all over the place. They got to be on you, near you, around you we're having the hardest time in the world trying to get Will into his own bed because he just yeah cannot, he just can't just can't be alone. Um, right. And so like, it's, it's difficult in that facet, right. Where he's kind of a chameleon, but at the same time, he's so sweet and so nice. And it's, yeah. I listen to you talk about Grayson saying, thank you. And please thank you was one of the first like phrases that Will learned. Like you hand him something right. and he'll say, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, like he's starting to get these like one word phrases, right? And like, uh, right. Like up, he just started to learn up. So now he walks underneath the up, 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 up. You know that kind of thing. And like, uh, but it's it's very it's it's cool and interesting to see how he like how those two interact. It's it's uh, and it's challenging. Uh, to be flat honest, uh, it's challenging because Ben right. wants to play by himself. Ben's an, a strong, independent kid and right. wants to play by himself because that's what he's always done and always likes to do. Like he's never had yeah. to share his train track directions with people. He's never, when he drives right. the train around, it's him playing with himself. Now Will wants to be involved and mm-hmm. wants to be a part of it. And uh, it's going to be challenging. There's, there's going to be a lot of, a uh, lot of expanding they're going to have to do. Yeah, for sure. Um, Cora's the same way as far as independence. Like, she could play by herself, but she also plays with others. But she's also uh, been exposed to a lot more kids than I think your kids have been. Sure, yeah. Uh, when it comes to kids her age, too. So she's kind of always been in the throw of it. Um, so when it comes to, in quotations, parenting your second child, how do you feel like that's been any different than uh, Ben? For example we both had COVID babies. So we were a little bit more timid to kind of go out a little bit yeah. more to kind of bring people into our circle. Uh, that's just one example. But like, you know, do you find that like, is it like the typical, you know, you're so overly cautious with the first kid that when it comes to the second kid, you're like, yeah, whatever, they'll chew on that and they'll be fine. Yes, right? absolutely. Or... Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Without fail. Uh, it, Obviously, there are we still have our rules and boundaries, and we still hold true to to all of that. But on the flip side, um, <clears throat> like you said, Ben was a COVID. We had COVID babies. They were the other side of that, and one that like an example most recently I can point to is, um, every time Ben got sick, we took his temperature every twenty minutes, every time. Like okay, what yeah. temperature? What temperature? What temperature? What temperature? When we were sick before Christmas, and, and remember, I, we talked about this in the podcast, he had that Rosella yeah. where his fever was like 104 degrees, 105 degrees, and it was terribly scary, didn't know what to do, went to the ER, all that stuff, right? Yeah. 
nowadays when when the kids are sick like as long as nobody has a fever that touches 103 all right you're fine (laughs) we'll we'll give you if you're uncomfortable we'll give you a little bit of a little bit of tylenol and then we'll we'll figure it out after a little bit of motrin right um and i that just comes down to like one experience right you know what to look for and like what actually is sick and what's not now um yeah but that's the experience of having a second kid like i don't i don't worry and peer and and like focus in on on will the same way i used to do with ben because that ben was the only one i had to focus on right yeah um disclaimer of course we make sure our kids are safe blah 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 blah. (laughs) nobody nobody was injured in this but that is the lesson that goes along with everything else right is like uh last night katie sliced up some apple slices for bed will is still small enough that like shouldn't really be eating an apple because like he could swallow a piece and choke um yeah he took a piece off ben's plate and started eating it and katie goes eating an apple piece well yeah i'm watching him that never never would have flown with ben right like yeah things like that where it's we used to used to make sure ben's food was cut up as slow as little as it needed to be used to make sure that like yeah we we've done baby led weaning for both kids where they can just pick whatever food they want to eat kind of thing right um Mm -hmm. used to follow it step by step for ben and make sure everything was the right size and katie had like a a little thing that was like okay when they're this age it's one inch pieces when they're this age it's you know half inch pieces whatever we just went with how we felt you know <laughs> did he eat it is he choking on it no all right let's move right. forward uh so in all those senses we we go out more right like uh last friday we went to imperial ben had a haircut at five so i left work a little early and went to imperial right beforehand <laughs> and like we never would have done that with just ben even when you have one yeah. kid, but like, it's just so stressful and all this stuff. And now we got there at like three fifty. There was nobody in the restaurant. They gave us a huge boot, you know, one of the big boots against the wall, and right, just let them live. You want to just suck yeah. on chips with guacamole on it? Go for it. You, you know, like <laughs> that's and, and so all that to say, one, we're more experienced parents, so we know more about our kids yeah. and are more comfortable with it and two when it comes to the second one you just you got too much to divide your attention on you just got too much you can't you can't put as much focus and attention as you did on the first one and that's just how life is you only have a certain threshold of that and when you add a second kid you run out of it so for sure and i think you know we're a lot in the same boat too when it comes to like the food thing i mean we still will cut up grapes and things like that um, just so he's not inhaling them and, and choking on them. But um, for the most part, as far as food goes, yeah, like that stuff, we're just like, yeah, you know, try it, whatever. Now, apples, he doesn't eat apples. He chews them up and spits them on the ground so Willow can eat them. Nice. But uh, nice. yeah, he, he likes to think that he likes apples, but I have yet to be convinced that he does. My Willow um, doesn't like raspberries. Oh, really? I don't, I, I don't know why. And it's one of... One of those things that like I kept putting him on his plate and then he'd spit them out and you're like, oh, he's a baby spitting them out. And Kitty goes, no, he actually just doesn't right. like them. I was like, what? <laughs> and I watched him like chew it up and make a bad face and then spit it back out. I'm like, oh, this is so. That's funny. Ben never disliked anything. Ben just was a uh, garbage disposal. He That's just good. 
now and that's why it's so frustrating as a toddler because like now he doesn't eat and it's like i know you like it i know you there is nothing you don't like but now he just doesn't eat because he's a toddler and doesn't have time for it so yeah um so when it comes to food we're in the same boat now when it comes to like playing i don't know how often you guys like have gone out and gone to parks um but even if it's like in a new environment or um even with his cousins who are bigger than he is i would say with cora we probably were a little bit more hovery right like kind of standing nearby a little bit more watching yeah. a little bit closer yep. uh, um with gray we still watch but definitely at a much further distance um but when it came to like parks you know we definitely i feel like now this may be wrong but i feel like we let him kind of up on the toys like up on the jungle gyms and stuff a little bit earlier than we would have with cora sure um you know do you feel that kind of the same way with will as well yeah i think it has to happen as weird as that sounds um because of the fact that like will wants to be where ben is right so yeah ben's running by himself on the playset, going up and down the slide because ben knows how to do it you know like yeah ben can climb the monkey bars and do that kind of stuff will doesn't even really know how to walk with shoes right so like <laughs> that's the difference in what they're doing right but at the same time he sees ben up there and goes i have to get up there so he tries to climb up the stairs to get up there and you're like i just gotta make sure you don't hurt yourself like that's the role you're right. playing in because like if you don't, I'm just going to hold him and he's going to be trying f- fighting me, holding him to try and get to where Ben is. And like, it's just not, none of that is worth it. And so like Ben didn't have that when he was that age, right? He, we could go right. swing in the baby swings and he'd be totally fine because he's by himself. Right. Yeah. Now, if I tried to take Will to go swing in the baby swings, but he sees Ben over there playing on the playset, he wants to be on the playset. Just, you yeah. know, that's how, that's how they are. So um i think that's part of it i don't know if that was ever a conscious choice of like letting him be more dangerous it's just a he wants to be where ben is and at this point that's okay as long as i make sure he's not hurting himself so yeah for sure i think with gray we're a little bit more on the um you'll find out your natural consequences like you know hey if you roll off that couch it's gonna suck yeah like yep you know, and I, I think with Cora, we did we did do that, but not as much as we did with Gray. You know, with Gray, you know, kind of like, listen, bud, you know, you're going to learn if, if you know, you try to, like, you know, get your head on the table. Like, it's going to hurt. Like, and we'll, you know, do everything to try to stop it. But, like, we definitely are a little bit more lenient when it comes to, like, you know, the... Hey, let's get you on a sled and push you down a hill and see how you react <laughs> to it. <laughs> like <laughs> that kind of situation where with Cora, we probably would have been more timid. One of us would have been on a sled with her or whatever it may be. Um, so I, th- I think in our case, that second child, like, well, yeah, you always see those, you always see those memes or whatever. It's like the first child, like gets a little scratch and is like, ah you know crying and then yep. the second kid like break his arm and it's just like i'm fine <laughs> yeah there's a lot of that too i the other thing i've noticed is with i don't want to call it less attention but it, it definitely is i guess i just call it that because yeah ben got 100 percent. will gets 50 percent. that's how it goes uh yeah with less attention there's less reaction so like 
those little bumps and bruises don't get the reaction that Ben got, right? Like yeah. Ben used to, I don't know, drop a toy on his, on his toe and cry and need to be held. Will drops a toy yeah. on, his, on his foot and is like, ow, and walks, you know, like walks away. <laughs> right. and, and because that's the difference in having one kid versus two kids. It's like Ben's out here being a wild child, yelling, screaming about the house. Will drops a toy in his foot and nobody's going to go pick him up. So he just moves on, you know, like, yeah. It just, I, For the, sure. you know, that's the, the difference between the two. Uh, I want to ask you a question. Pivoting yeah. to parenting your oldest now that you have a youngest. Obviously, it's different than you can't give them 100%. We already have talked about that. So that's a, a you know, change for them. What has been the hardest part for you on parenting the difference between your two kids? I think the hardest part is trying to get Cora to understand that, you know, Grayson needs to be involved in things. Like, hey, I understand you want to play by yourself, but we also need to teach Grayson how to play with blocks or whatever it might yes. be, right? Yeah. Like train tracks, the cars, and, yes. Right. Lay out the list. But right, but on the opposite, also telling Cora, Grayson's still too small. He can't do that yet. Like those yeah. are two totally different things. Like they're they're completely opposite yep. of each other. There's the moments, right, where you're like, Cora, he has to play with blocks. Like, he's playing with them. Can you teach him how to play with them? But then there's that second piece that's like, Cora, he can't ride a bike yet. Like, yes. you can't push him on this thing. Or he's not completely stable. He can't jump on a couch. Like, you can jump on a couch. You can't just, like, you can't just roll around and wrestle with him. He doesn't know what that means. You know, like, all that kind right. of stuff. Yeah. Thankfully, he's, you know, he's two now, so he's can fight back he can say things where will is still you know he's one in my eyes a little bit more fragile right like he's still a little bit fragile when it comes to like rough housing whatever it may be where grayson you know he can throw his own but he doesn't he doesn't know that yet (laughs) um but definitely with cora it's like that it's always been the sharing and it probably will always be the sharing but making sure that gray is involved um and that, like, you you said it, and we started using it, though, like, hey, this is our toy, not your toy. And it it doesn't work, but we're trying. Um, it is it is tough. And, I, I you know, we struggle with it, too. After Christmas, you you give separate toys. That's, you know, like, they, they yeah. did get a shared toy. This The speaker Tony that I was telling you about last week is yeah. a shared toy, and that's easier to be like, I know you want to listen to the Cars one, which has terrible music on it. Will is trying to listen to the Spidey one because he can jump up and down and headbang to it because he's yeah. it's very cute to see him do it. Anyway, but like that same thing is there are cars that Ben got for Christmas that are his cars. For sure. But you, you got to share them. Like, I, I know they're your cars, yeah. but like if we're playing cars together, we got to play together. Uh, but then we run into the same thing that Will doesn't really know how to play cars. Right? And like... Yeah, he's not big enough to. It's not like if it was another kid in Ben's class. It's like, you know, hey, we need to share our toys together. So you play a little bit, they play a little bit. With Ben, it's like, hey, I know Will is grabbing train tracks off the ground that you just put down. That's just his way of playing. 
dad will fix you know that kind of thing yeah um, and i i've used this phrase before and i used it to katie again last night but like it's refereeing really right now it's not even necessarily yeah. like you're just trying to keep peace and do the best you can at making sure each one is happy uh because they're just at such a different age right now that uh it's hard hard to to align uh and the same thing of like ben's so used to playing alone you nailed it you nailed it with that about like you want them play together but then when they are playing together ben's too big it's like you're too big you're too rough he's like trying to like um uh like i'll like bury my face in will's belly and make him laugh right like that kind of thing and ben tries to do it except he bonks him in the head because ben doesn't know how to control his big old head and will's too small (laughs) and doesn't really like also has it's just it's wild every day is different i don't even i'm at a loss for words of how many different examples i have of these things because that's just what it is raising kids this age difference is like they're old and like will's old and big enough now that he gets involved he's in it he walks and plays and but he doesn't know what he's doing and on the flip side ben's big enough that like he knows to not hurt his brother but at the same time doesn't know what he's doing that's hurting his brother because he's just being him and it's it's hard it's very hard it is it is hard and um yeah so it's definitely and and then there's moments where core is very kind and sweet to grayson and yeah. they'll share yep. toys and core will be like you know here gray i got this for you and grayson will always get a snack for cora if he gets a snack he'll grab one for her too and give it to her um but definitely it's it's that inclusion aspect of like hey we need to help gray learn how to play this mm-hmm. um you know, and the other side of that is well. An- another piece of that is like, Cora, you are the smartest kid I've ever met. That's four years old. Like, Grayson doesn't understand the things that you know. Yeah. So like, you're talking to him like you talk to an adult, which you know is fine. But like, it's not her fault. Get, just like we talked about, she's yeah. the oldest of the oldest. That's like for a long time she was interacting with adults. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and I said she was the oldest, but she's not. Her cousin Rowan is um, like four months older than her, but oh, they're right in that. the same. Yeah, yeah, they're right in the same, same line. Um, so, and and then with that too, because of Grayson's age, he's now right in the middle where like he's still not quite big enough to go rip run as fast as hard as he can with Rowan and Cora and Charlie. But he's too big to yeah. like play with baby Calvin. You know, he's right in this weird middle age where there's not really many kids his age to play with. So he wants to go play with the bigger kids. So I have to constantly be like, all right, Cora, Charlie, like, hey, let's keep an eye. You know, we yeah. know you want to play, but let's try to keep an eye on Grayson and be aware of where he's at. So that way you're not knocking him over. You're not, you know, throwing a ball at whatever it might be. Um, is is part of that like hey we need to include him but he can't play as rough (laughs) yeah same thing for will because like the obviously he's the bottom of it right he's the youngest yeah so he's old enough now that he sees kids playing and wants to play with them but they're too big for him right and the things are, are are too big for him and so i mean 
he does a good job of just like running around and following them. But at the same time, like Katie, we also have a Rowan. Um, one of Katie's friends, uh, son's name is Rowan. Um, and they, she like went over there the other day when Ben was in school, uh, last week when she was on break, uh, she went over there when Ben was in school and, uh, took Will over and Will and Rowan are like four months apart. She's like, it's so wild to see him interact with a kid, his own age and size, because he doesn't get that very often. There aren't, yeah, there aren't really any more kids for, for Will or, uh, yeah. So, yeah, because there just aren't, you know, like even Grayson is six months older or eight months older, sorry, yeah. eight months older than uh, Will. So, like, it's, there just really aren't kids Will's age right now, so. Right. Yeah, sometimes it's hard being the second and the youngest. Just wait till You're he's the, the middle. You're the second, right? I'm the, yeah, I'm the second. And, oh, Grayson, and I'm a there, middle. There's no middle for Grayson. No, you're. There's no great middle for Grayson. I'm done. You're done. Remember? You're done. <laughs> Uh, Will you might be in the middle. Be. We'll see. My God, we'll see. We just, Oof. not anytime soon. I, we did. Uh, as we're talking about having a second kid, put it into perspective that this time two years ago we were planning on having Will. Yeah, and like to think about Will's age and who he is now, and Ben's age and who he is now, and like we're thinking about it, like we wanted to get into this right now. Like Will's just a baby yeah. still. He's tiny. He's a baby. He like is, you know, obviously he's walking and, and talking a little bit and gets his own food and things like right. that. But like, it's, it's wild. It's just a wild, wild time. It is. I am. I'm very glad that we are done. Um, you know, our kids are the oldest out of like our friends groups. Um, so it's nice to be like, okay, well, like our kids are the oldest. We're done. We're going to be like out of diapers soon. Like we're like going to be hopefully off a of bottle soon. Yeah. You know, not going to have to worry about traveling with, you know, a huge diaper bag full of random stuff, maybe just an extra pair of clothes. And that's kind of it. Like it's relieving to have that feeling to be like, okay, we're close to the end of like the babiness in quotations of our kids it's sad to see that go and we're not going to have that again but like man it's great to have kids that like you can interact with and have thoughts opinions ideas on things and then not have to worry about a brand new newborn and going through it all over again like if hey people want to do it you want to you guys want to do it by all means go for it but kayla and i are like yeah it feels good to like on our way out and then like traveling with our kids and doing that so we're super excited it's gonna be great it's gonna um, be a great great time and also terrible yeah. at the same time exactly just being a parent is terrible it's not terrible but there's terrible situations that happen while being a parent that uh is rough um cool well with that why don't we let these people go let's do it let's get out of here it's friday let's people let's people be free friday well thank you all so much for listening we really appreciate you um if you haven't already give us a like a comment a subscribe a rating a review all that stuff really helps us out um we are starting 2024 off big you know trying to do these more frequently uh and then some big things coming soon as well um and thank you so much to planet ant for having us on their podcast network Go follow us on social media. We're at Big Dad Energy Pod on on Facebook and Twitter. 
at Big Dad Energy Podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Search us on YouTube. Go find us, Big Dad Energy Podcast. Uh, first, we put last week's episode up. We're going to put this week's episode up there. Uh, we're going to hopefully do some live. Uh, Joe and I have been trying to play a two-player game um, on, on a live stream together for a while, so we want to do that. Um, I think we might try It Takes Two or, or maybe another one. Yeah. Um, so we're going to try and do more of that content this year. The live stream stuff I think is, is fun. It, it's more, it's easier for us to just be casual and hang out and do it that way. So go follow us on YouTube. That's where we'll be doing it. Um, and, uh, and find our episodes there too. So thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. L- drops a like, subscribe, wherever you find your podcast. Uh, I'm Jared Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, click your tongue twice where you use them. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.